0: Big Todd, The House of Eyes, and Growing Up Scared in New England by Mike Bouley. Preface. I had a scared upbringing. Not scarred, but scared. Not so much an overriding phobia that's crippling, or even a fear that stems from actual life-threatening situations such as those faced by many who grew up in crime-infested streets or war-torn countries around the world. no. My kind of scared is the kind that made me afraid to pass by a certain house, for fear that the hideously deformed man that was rumored to be inside would come out and do... I don't know what. It's the kind of fear that made me apprehensive about walking past the bridge in my hometown. Not because of anything having to do with the supernatural, or any deformed menace, but because that was the bridge that the public school kids used to walk home from school, and they'd surely like to take a swing at a Catholic school kid. Stupid scared. My kind of scared is the humdrum, everyday type of fear that plagues every one of us at some point in their lives. I just happen to remember many of the situations, thoughts, and feelings that I grappled with when attempting to live another day in the lower middle class kid jungle. What is also interesting is that many of the fearful situations I faced as a youngster have had a hangover effect into adulthood. The fears and how I dealt with them play a role and how some decisions are made in my life today. But that said, growing up scared was fun. So much so that I often find myself giddily looking forward to the prospect of passing on some of the myths, legends, and stories that plagued my childhood on to my own children. That will teach you to utter mysterious incantations into a mirror in a dark bathroom at night. It's the reason that millions of people go out to elaborately themed haunted houses every Halloween, wait in line for hours, and pay exorbitant sums to momentarily lose control of their bodily functions. It's the reason that no matter how stupid the premise of a horror movie, it will make money. Fear is not just big business. It's also a rite of passage. People feel accomplished when they experience a frightful encounter and live to tell the tale. And that's the most important part, the telling of the story. Stories are what make up the basis for many fears that people encounter. And these tales take on greater significance when you hear them as a young person. These stories especially rang true when told by an elder or authority figure. If Uncle Jimbo says that the graveyard is haunted by the ghost of a dead clown, it must be true. The purpose of this book is not to provide scientific evidence regarding fear or even to explain why things are scary. It is simply a collection of stories the collective backdrop of a childhood spent being both strangely fascinated and utterly terrified of the surrounding world. Laugh, pity, or ridicule, you may find a familiar account or two within these pages. Boo! Mike Boulay Chapter 1. Growing Up Scared One of my life's most illustrative experiences regarding fear came when I was not afraid. Well, at first, anyway. I had been a United States Marine for more than three years, and during that time had faced several fear-inducing situations. Thankfully, experience, training, and the support of comrades-in-arms gets people through those situations. But this was different. I had been a member of the special reaction team for only a short time. I had been through the arduous selection process, intense formal school, and on-the-job training that all SRT members must endure to earn a spot on the team. Responding to high-risk situations, the SRT is called upon to resolve law enforcement situations that require specialized tactics. But through all of the training, I don't remember being actually scared of anything, as if it was not even a consideration. But one day I will never forget, the subject of fear made an unwelcome appearance. Our team had been called upon to make a dynamic building entry on a barricaded subject that may have had hostages. It was a situation familiar to all such tactical units, as this type of situation could not be easily undertaken by patrol officers. We had geared up, looked at the blueprints, and ready to make entry. Interior tactics such as were required by the mission were rehearsed hundreds, if not thousands of times before, so that each member of the entry element knew which direction was his responsibility, how to move based on the person in front of him, which windows he would cover upon approach, and a myriad of other details essential to mission success. But as we stood in our stack, about to make the final approach to the building, Sergeant Spatar, the SRT team leader, and the best leader I ever had, went down the line of operators, grabbed each one by the shoulders, looked them squarely in the eye, and asked, are you ready? He was looking for something, a speckle of fear, an indication that this person was not ready to undertake this mission, and a final chance to send that person back to the rear, as any indication of hesitancy or trepidation could mean the difference between life and death. As he made his way to me, I remember thinking, well damn, I wasn't afraid, but now, why was he asking? Did I miss something? Thankfully, Sergeant Spatar did not send me out of the stack. And even more thankfully, the barricaded subjects surrendered before we made entry. But the lesson I learned that day about fear has stayed with me. In the end, everyone has fear. But it is in the way we confront that fear and overcome it that is the true measure of a person. Fear is a funny thing. It's an emotion that we cannot hide despite our best efforts. It is evident in our words, actions, expressions, attitude, and general physical appearance. In many ways, we seek to avoid situations that cause fear, but on the other hand, actively seek them out at other times in our lives. Fear confronts each of us on a daily basis, and we all handle it differently. Many of the lessons we learn regarding fear come to us from childhood experiences, both good and bad, that teach us coping skills. For some, peeing in one's pants is a coping skill. For others... Concentrating on what has to be done and placing fear aside is another. Often the situations that cause us fear are damn funny. Sometimes they are not. But altogether together they make us who we are, why we do what we do, and give others a chance to laugh at us periodically.